He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. folks here we go it's tuesday darn glad to be with you happy valentine's day if you're into that kind of thing scott's already wishing me one several others are right back at you guys you should have made the lights pink and red and right yeah could have made you could it do so it adorable now, up in want. here now I, you know i don't i'm not going to um it's a great suggestion uh, i think we'll stick with the blue i'm drew burke this is my show that was a tragic scene that uh, unfolded at michigan state university um and you know what you know what's interesting about it is it's not being covered much anymore. And I bet you can guess why. I have my thoughts as to why. I think it's probably because the shooter is a convicted felon named Anthony McRae. So first of all, it was illegal for him to have a gun at all, being a convicted felon. Also inconvenient for the gun control weapon of war crowd. He did this with a handgun, not an AR-15. Now, again, I'm not saying this wasn't an awful thing, but you know how the media and the left loves to jump on any type of shooting and immediately make it about the second amendment make it about white supremacy for some reason as if that has anything to do with it all of that stuff but this dude also was convicted for breaking a gun law you know why that's not surprising because criminals don't they don't follow gun laws they just don't and this all happened in a gun-free zone a place that criminals often target it's not always the case but they often do you know why because they're going to face no resistance there's no guns there and tragically here at Michigan State, the, the, the result of this is so far at least three dead, five more critically wounded, and a lot of people who are going to be dealing with some significant internal scarring from what they've seen and witnessed throughout this whole thing here. But Biden, of course, had to weigh in on it. He was at an event today. I forget what it was, but this, this is what he had to say. Glad to be here with all of you. Before I begin, I want to take a moment to say our, our hearts are with the students and the families of Michigan State University. Last night I spoke with Governor Whitmer and uh, the FBI and additional federal law enforcement are on the ground assisting the state and local folks and uh, three lives have been lost and five seriously injured. And it's a family's worst nightmare. It's happening far too often in this country, far too often. While we gather more information, there's one thing we do know to be true. We have to do something to stop gun violence ripping apart our communities. Ripping apart. And today marks, 
five years, five years to the day, that 14 students and three educators lost their lives in Parkland, Florida. I met every one of those families, spent time with them all. And uh, a lot of you here have to confront violence in your communities every single day. We took a big step toward passing the most significant bipartisan gun legislation in 30 years, ghost guns and other things, background checks, but there's a lot more work to do. And uh, I'm committing to getting it done with all of you. Some of you know I, that, uh, and I'm going to say something that's always controversial. Here it comes. There is no rationale for assault weapons and magazines that hold 50, 70 bullets. Got it done once. We're going to do it again. But anyway, look. The uh, some of you. 50, 70 bullets. He, by the way, very low energy. Joe was during that Compared event. Compared to the State of the Union, yes. Yes. Oh, 100%. But listen, notice how he he of course he brings up AR-15s again because to them that's a weapon of war. To them that's an assault rifle, which is not what it is. Again, none of those things are true. And again, he has a complete misunderstanding actually i think he knows most of the democrats actually know the people in that crowd don't know they have a misunderstanding i should say of the second amendment they don't understand that it's not about hunting it's not about shooting at the range or or doing competitions it's about defending yourself from a tyrannical government and in fact we're getting closer and closer to being in a situation where we see that kind of government like the forefathers predicted and, and put this in place for but it has nothing to do with that. But notice how he brings up the AR-15. What happened last night at Michigan State in East Lansing was a, was a handgun. It was a handgun by someone who also doesn't fit their narrative, as, we, as we've already addressed. But it's, it's remarkable, and a couple of you guys have said it in the chat. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The, the, the people who are so hell-bent on taking away your guns are still going to make it about what they want to make it about, which, by the way, is not reality. It's just their plan to make sure that we, the people, don't have guns anymore. Well, and it's like with the fentanyl. They know what they need to do. Close the border. But they're not going to do it. So it's the same thing with this. The, the real issue is it's a human issue. we gotta, we got to talk about how we raise our kids and all these things. There's, there's something deeper than just the guns. Because a gun, my gun is sitting in its locker. It's not shooting, didn't load itself and walk into a school by itself. It's a human error. They're not going to fix the actual problem. Problem's still going to happen. Right. 100%. 100%. And this, I mean, we go into the, I'm not going to, we're not going to go into this day. We could, I could literally do a gun episode every damn day of the week because the lunacy on the left and what we're seeing from people on the left and their arguments. And again, the people who are making the arguments loud behind a camera or behind a podium, they know what they're doing. They're trying to tug on those heartstrings. Again, it looks like I'm milking a cow. I don't know why, but they're, they're tugging on those heartstrings, trying to make this emotional plea to get you to come to their side on this. And it's a smart tactic, smart tactic, but don't fall for it. Because again, it's not why they're there. You gotta look at where the violence actually occurs. You gotta look at how they move the target all the time for what they define as as this kind of violence or, or, or what a mass shooting is. All these things, again, all of it's tragic. No one's asking for any of that, but it always comes down to the person and it always tends to happen in these places where there's strict gun laws, where there's, and I'm not saying that specifically about East Lansing and the Michigan State one, but the, the well, argument it, stands. You, you, everyone gets the point. Well, also, too, when they're just like, oh, the fully automatic stuff, 
in the hands of the right trained person, even a semi-automatic, even the, the, they, it, it can shoot just as quick. You see some of these competition guys who will drop four or five magazines in seconds. It's crazy, you know. Yeah. And so it's it you know like at that you know because and then it, we we go into down the same road. You give him an inch, you take a mile. And at that point, I'm like, well, anyone who can shoot really fast can't have a gun. You know, it's it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It is. It's a very slippery slope, and and they're not going to stop. Uh, okay, folks. Booze and banter. Right after the show today, we'll be over at Red Voice Media. You can sign up by going to redvoicemedia.com forward slash Drew Crew. That gets you in the door. Then you go to watch at redvoicemedia.com forward slash BB, or you can just go to Red Voice Media and click on the live premium tab. It will be streaming live there. That's where we're going to be after the show. we got plenty to get to in that portion. Please sign up. We put the chat in there. Uh, excuse me, the link in the chat. We'll continue to do that throughout the show. But for the, for the main show today, where, what we're going to be getting into now, the Pentagon doesn't know where one missile went with all of this stuff the debris can't be found brilliant they, they don't know what they shot so we've got a lot of non-answers there. all very convenient by the way there's there's some new hubbub about uh epstein docs over 2,000 pages they're not necessarily new they're, they're not necessarily new but we're going to start digging into them more today talking about it and then we'll, we'll comb through them more throughout the week uh I'll, I'll explain what i mean with all of that and then nikki haley has announced her 2024 bid we're expecting her concession speech here soon, soon as well, because uh, it's not going to go well. I mean, they, I don't know what she's thinking. It's, it's just, it's not going to work. Uh, but then in booze and banter, I told you where to watch that, where to go. That's going to be over on redvoicemedia.com. You can sign up there. Um, <clears throat> more train derailments, more, more of no one paying attention to what's going on there. So there's at least two more, if I, if I, if memory serves me correct, train derailments. Still no one talking about what happened in East Palestine. So we've got some more footage. We're going to talk about that. Pete Buttigieg, though, don't worry. He's on it. He's on it. He's joking about the balloons that we've all experienced in the country. And he's m making sure that he tackles racism in the construction industry. We'll get into all of that. His qualifications was playing with trains as a kid. Yes. No, he loves trains. Big train guy. Big train. I could I could go so many places with that. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to be appropriate. Uh, so our Secretary of Extra Desserts and Defense, Lloyd Austin, attempted to clear up any confusion about the object that was shot down over Lake Huron. Here was that scene. I want to be clear. The three objects taken down this weekend are very different from what we were talking about last week. We knew exactly what that was. A PRC surveillance balloon. And as we have said, we do not assess that the recent objects pose any direct threat to the people on the ground, and we will continue to focus on confirming their nature and purpose. Okay, so that cleared everything up, right? Of course, I'm being sarcastic. We got nothing out of that. He started a statement, too, by saying, I want to be clear. Anytime a politician, and yes, he is a politician. People are used to Secretary of Defense, and he's, stop it, he's a hack. But anytime one of them starts a sentence with, I want to be clear, or let me be clear, as Obama always said, hold on, sit down, because you're about to get lied to and, and likely also become more confused. That's what's going to happen. He said the, 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 the objects weren't like the balloon from last week, of course, referring to the massive Chinese surveillance balloon that was shot down off the coast of the United States. Chad, of course, did a great job capturing that and getting some video. But he says that it wasn't that. So, okay, all right. All right, Lloyd, what were they? 
What, if they weren't that, what were they? He never answers that question. He just goes on to say whatever the objects were, they were shot down and they don't pose a threat to anyone on the ground anymore. But he needs to confirm, if, if you want this story to go away, and it's probably not going to, but you need to confirm what these objects are, what the nature of these objects are, what their purpose is. He just read a statement saying, I want to clar clarify things that literally didn't clarify anything. In fact, all he did was spark more questions, new questions, about what was exactly shot down, if it in fact was. There's only a few uh, categories of aircraft, and it's really strange that nobody from the U.S. military or the Department of Defense writ large can put these things into one of our just pretty well-known and established categories of aircraft. I find that really odd. Then the DOD... Uh, started releasing more information about the object flying over Lake Huron on Sunday. And they're now telling us, did you see if you caught this part? Because I thought, I think this is an interesting aspect of the story. I'm not saying it is the main aspect of the story. I just found it to be fascinating because they said that the first sidewinder missile that was fired at the object over Lake Huron missed the object, but don't worry. The second one hit it and brought it down. Okay. So here's the obvious follow-up question to that. Where did the first Sidewinder go? Where did it land? And th their answer was they weren't tracking the missile, so they don't they don't know, but they don't think they don't think it killed or maimed any bystanders or or did anything to any structures, anything like that. There was no environmental damage. But it seems like a a kind of a big deal, right? It's kind of hard to believe considering the amount of technology that we have, cameras our government has and, and is using when these types of operations and missions occur. And of course, there's no explanation from the Department of Defense on how a fighter pilot misses a slow-moving object once the jet's radar is locked onto the target. I'm not saying it's not possible, but if, if, if there is a miss, then you'd think you'd have some fidelity on what happened with that, that projectile. But it's unanswered questions like this that lead to the speculation of what these things are, if they are anything at all. Did the missile derail the train? It's a good question, right? <clears throat> a lot of stories going on. Hard to cut through all of them and, 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 and know what really matters. But, but to add to the mystery, no crash site has been determined. No debris has been found with these objects, not just the one over Lake Huron, but, but all of the ones over the weekend that were occurring. So if, 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 if you don't mind, let's kind of recap this. Let's go through it. Okay. As Barb say, a yeah, witch train, there's several. Exactly. I wish let's we recap would have like this. a theme song written for this. <laughs> we should so yeah. tell me if I'm missing something. There's an unidentified flying object on the Canadian side of Lake Huron as, as it pertains to that specific object. The U.S. scrambles fighter jets, to, uh, fighter jets to intercept it. One of the jets fires a Sidewinder missile, but misses. Nobody has any idea where that Sidewinder missile detonated. The fighter jet then fires another missile, knocks it out of the sky. We have no idea where that wreckage is. It, it, the story doesn't add up. It's just a, it's a weird deal. Again, I'm not trying to peddle some weird conspiracy theory here. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. I, I'm simply saying what I just said. It doesn't add up. This is weird. 
It's a strange thing. And the corporate media that's out there for some reason seems fine going with this narrative, going with this story, like with all these holes in it. Like, that. Ah, okay, that seems good enough. I'll, I'll let it stand. Will you let it stand? Yeah, let's, we'll let it stand. We're going to go. So there's clearly some details being left out in what exactly happened. And I, I, I still wouldn't be shocked if it was us who did this. I, I, who knows? But don't worry. Don't worry, though. Because Joe Biden has decided that he'll come in and try and fix things. He has created an interagency team to investigate the unidentified aerial phenomena, or all of them, I should say. John Kirby specifically said, we got a clip of Kirby coming up here in a second too, but he said, quote, the president through his national security advisor has today directed an interagency team to study the broader policy implications for detection, analysis, and disposition of unidentified aerial objects that pose either safety or security risks. So it sounds like this very decisive measure, right? That Mr. Biden is taking here. But unfortunately, it's it's too little too late. It, it accomplishes nothing. By the way, Marco Rubio already created an interagency team to look at the safety and security of our country and our citizens as it pertains to these unidentified aerial objects. He tweeted out, why is the White House creating a new interagency team to monitor, investigate, and report on unidentified aerial objects when they already have the DOD, which created one over two years ago? So Joe, who loves to plagiarize, is now plagiarizing task force type entities, agencies. He just can't help himself. Can't wait for him to say, hey, I got an idea, a new one. It's called Space Force. Yes, we're going to launch a new br- – yeah, exactly. He can't – he's never – the dude's really never had an original idea in his life other than inappropriately touching children and showering with his, his daughter. Like, it's it just – he's not had any original ideas. And he's going to take credit for this, and then he's going to use it. Just watch. He's going to use it as a talking point for how he's keeping our country safe. It's, it's all in the defense of our country. But it shows how desperate this administration is to make itself look legitimate. And, and they need some wins right now. They are on a PR freefall. They just are. Can you imagine some of the conversations going on behind the scene between cabinet members, heads of agencies, the military, intel community, all of that? It's, man, I'm telling you, it's not good. But Kirby, getting back to Kirby, I said we had a clip from Kirby, and we kind of alluded to this in booze and banter yesterday because it was happening right around that time. But one of the permanent DC insiders that we refer to all the time, John Kirby, he held a press conference yesterday and said this about the Chinese spy balloon. Take a listen. But we were able to determine that China has a high-altitude balloon program for intelligence collection that's connected to the People's Liberation Army. It was operating during the previous administration, but they did not detect it. We detected it. We tracked it. And we have been carefully studying it to learn as much as we can. We know that these PRC surveillance balloons have crossed over dozens of countries on multiple continents around the world, including some of our closest allies and partners. We assessed that at this time, these balloons have provided limited additive capabilities to the PRC's other intelligence platforms used over the United States. But in the future, if the PRC continues to advance this technology, it certainly could become more valuable to them. All right, so there's Kirby doing his thing. By the way, it was interesting to me that Kirby, who's usually pretty with it in terms of his conversation style, in terms of his presentation, right, 
he's pretty confident. I'm not saying I like the guy. I'm not saying you should like the guy. I'm just saying he usually kind of has that that energy and knows what he's talking about. He was he was he was stuck to a binder like KJP here. Reading through it, it was almost like a hostage video. Like, do I have to say this? This all doesn't even make sense. But he's he still did. But it's ludicrous. I'm not going to dive into this because we got to move on with the show. But but the fact that they're saying, well, these existed during then, and, and and but we're tracking it now and we're taking care of this again. You guys, that falls on you. If you if you if you knew about it back then and didn't do anything and didn't tell the president, bad. Okay. If you if you didn't know, but you're bragging that we do now. Still bad. Like it's all bad. I mean, you can't. You can't. I'm. This isn't a Trump show, but you can't pin this on Trump. If either you didn't know about it, which I still don't believe, or if you did and you didn't tell the president, then that's that's really straight up damning for you and the institution. And we know we've got a lot of problems in this country, but that's not a good thing whatsoever. But again, they don't have any quivers. They they got nothing else to do but to to blame Trump. That's that's their go-to so that's what they're doing all right I'm, I'm i'm winging it here we had a different question of the day but i'm gonna do a different one because it is valentine's day and my question is this does anybody really care do you d- just let me know yes or no you can tell me why you do or why you don't i'm not telling you what you should think but my question do you do you celebrate valentine's day in your house let us know Send your responses in. When we get back, we'll get into those responses. I'll let you know what I think. I think you probably know. And then we'll get into some of these Epstein docs, and we got lots more still to cover today. Stick around. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank you for your continued support by bringing you the biggest bath sale ever, Get my six-piece towel sets for the lowest price ever, only $39.96. His and her bathrobes, 50% off. Bath mats for as low as $17.49. And I'm also excited to announce the original My Slippers are back in stock. And now they come in even more colors and wide sizes. They're made with the same great patented technology. And yes, you'll still save $90 a pair. So get the biggest savings ever on bath sheets, bath mats, washcloths, hand towels, bathrobes, slippers, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen, use your promo code and get deep discounts on all MyPillow bath products, including our six-piece towel sets, regular $89.98, now only $39.96. Get all your shopping in while quantities last, so please order now. get into those responses let's see who's celebrating valentine's today live over on red voices nope we don't celebrate much of anything these days especially valentine's day let's get to what we've got coming in other places lots of uh lots of nopes no made-up holiday for card and candy makers i do love candy though i mean if i'm gonna be honest nope my valentine's my mini dachshund okay fair enough no fake holiday 
I only like Valentine's Day because of the the candy sale the week after, says Shelly Neal. I, fair enough. I like that. Shirley says, no. Stefania says, nope. Nope. <laughs> I don't see many. I'm, I'm trying to find one. I'm trying to find one that is a yes. Yes. There we go. Marla Beau. Yes. Got my husband a variety of dark chocolates from the local candy store. Good for you. I like that. I don't know if Barb if Barb's is a yes on our rumble, but she did say it's a good time to say I love you. We keep it simple. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, she, and she did. She said yes above that. So, yeah. That's, that's I should know if that was a yes for something else. Or, oh, true. Yeah, yeah. Earlier. You never know. I didn't want to assume. We have some crazy conversations going in all the different chat rooms all the time. June says, yum, candy, yes. Okay, so we know the way to June's heart. Minnie says, I used to celebrate Valentine's Day. Um, Kathy, yes. Okay, we're getting some yeses in now. All right. And Barb, I agree. Barb, it's always a good time to say you love someone, right? I think more than just I know that I know enough about you, Barb, to, to know that you, you believe that. But um, Okay. What about you, Disco? Are you doing something tonight? Oh, I mean, in terms like, of celebrating, <laughs> uh, it depends on what you define as celebrating. No. Are you celebrating tonight? <laughs> uh, am I turning red? Sorry, no. Uh, we, gosh, life is crazy with kids and work and everything. We usually don't do anything. Um, if we do a date, it's not going to be on the fourteenth. We're not dumb. You know, everywhere is going to be booked solid. So if we do something, it's usually the week before, or the week after. But no card, no flowers, none of that stuff. We just, you know, we we celebrate love year round here in the Janicek family. So ah, okay, yeah. all right, good deal. All right, Ronna Jane says I do, but not majorly. We've got a qualifier. Like I'm not totally in. I'm gonna put my toe in the water. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we do it for the kids. We don't really. I mean. <sighs> we run lots of businesses we're we're bi like we're i mean that shouldn't be an excuse we're just busy we 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 like each other um i was so. gonna take our daughters to chick-fil-a last night for like a daddy daughter date thing they i had thought you were i thought you did it sleeted it got canceled like we it has not stopped snowing since yesterday afternoon we I woke up to like eight inches of snow it's still going so forget the valentine's day for a second you're telling me you're the kind of family that gives up on chick-fil-a over sleet that's a, like that's the a, road, the roads were closed by the local government. Like okay, that's fair. Enough. Yeah, okay. like, like we had right. no choice. <laughs> it was like stay inside, hunker down. Like it was, it was thundering during a snowstorm, and I'd never thought that could be possible. Uh, but I guess it is just frozen water. Well, I mean, the world's kind of going to crap. So I mean, it's, I mean, <laughs> anything's possible now. There's, there's, there's bound to be some new stuff happening. All right, let's get into this Epstein stuff. Uh, Valentine's Day sounds fun. When is it? <laughs> I love that, Scott. Uh, so the court-sealed Epstein files were released this morning, or were they? There's a lot of back-and-forth discussion on this, right? You've got some Twitter accounts out there, not just Twitter, all the social media accounts, but Twitter in particular, posting links to the files. But Newsweek, I don't know why I said it that way, Newsweek, Newsweek did a, uh, a fact check on it. News, Newsweek? Newsweek did a fact check on it and wrote the story. This is this is something out of their article. I'm going to read it. February 2023 report by the UK newspaper Daily Mail has claimed that a batch of soon-to-be-unsealed court documents expected to include information pertaining to at least one public figure will be published soon. However, according to one social media post, that moment has come even sooner than expected since the tweet alleges that the papers are already online. The most recent report by the Daily Mail mentioned soon-to-be-released papers, including a filed court document, uh, court declaration, excuse me, from February 7th of 
this year, February 7th, 2023. It refers to alleged perpetrators or individuals accused of serious wrongdoing. These individuals are not named in the filing. However, the court docs that are shared on Twitter are not an early release of these unsealed papers. These papers currently online were released back in 2019. They're unsealed from the lawsuit brought by Virginia uh, Joffrey against Epstein's fixer, Ghislaine Maxwell. So it was filed in the Southern District of New York Federal Court in 2015. So here's the deal. Uh, long story short, there's people saying that some of these are, are dropped and they're new. There's some people saying, and hey, look, I'm the first to tell you, I, I get fact-checked on my site probably like 18 times a day. Uh, they love me. Hey, guys. Um, but I'm the first to say that fact-checkers don't know their head from their ass, and they're very clearly biased. That's just that's just the world that we live in, in the most for the most part. Are there times they get things right? Of course. But... <clears throat> What we're, what we're seeing right now is it looks like these aren't necessarily the docs that are, that are being referred to as the ones that are coming out. And I, I do tend to kind of buy into this particular fact check for that reason, because you can go back and a lot of these docs have been on these different cloud documents and different servers for a while that have been there. But that said, I haven't combed through all of them. So, you know, the ones that were there. So so we've been combing through, myself, the team's been combing through these over 2,000 pages, like 2,024 pages, whatever it is. It's too bad it wasn't like the uh, the Starbucks training pamphlet that you could download. Like That the was PDF. amazing. They, they should have totally done that with this one. That was phenomenal. <laughs> Go to this uh, URL and download the new training and download the Epstein files. Like, that would yeah. have been great. <laughs> there was a ream of paper that we printed for that. Remember that? Yeah. It was, I mean, it was, it was massive. <laughs> It was a treasure trove. I mean, the amount of amazing stuff in there, that was great. But there was over 2,000 pages and audio clips, all sorts of stuff out there, right? And here's what we found so far. So looking through, and, 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 and some of what I say might kind of piss you guys off. I'm just giving you fair warning. I'm, I'm obviously on your team here. But when you look through some of the stuff that we've seen so far, again, as of this afternoon, what we've gotten through, there's a lot of names that we've heard with Epstein associated with Epstein, uh, with Epstein, there's also a lot of new names that we're seeing for the first time. But keep in mind when you're looking at this, we all want this to be something, and I think it still could be. But this isn't an appointment book. It's, it's, it's not a client book per se. Some of the stuff that's there, I'm not saying that doesn't exist too. It's a book with personal names and businesses. So. That doesn't necessarily imply anything. All right, so there's Tony Blair, Mike Bloomberg, Duchess and, and Duke of New York, Ralph Fiennes, Tom Ford, Olga and Olaf Hermes. That's just a great couple name, by the way, when you're Olga and Olaf. Like, that's just straight up. That's that's sticking to your culture. Freddie Heineken, Dustin Hoffman, Liz Hurley, Mick Jagger, Jimmy Buffett, David Koch, Henry Kissinger, Ethel Kennedy, Courtney Love, Rupert Murdoch, Joan Rivers, Kevin Spacey. Of course, Spacey's on there. Peter Soros, Dr. Ruth. The list goes on and on and on. But to me, when you, look at, when you look at the list and the context of the list, which is there's not a lot of, it, it, it's, it's more like an address book. It's more like famous and influential people that he's got in there. Nothing necessarily sinister. Like there, there's not notes by it. Like this one molested a 14-year-old. This one just had coffee. Like there's no... There's no additional information. But the address book also included hotels. It included restaurants, airlines, investment firms, massage parlors. 
from all around the world. So is it creepy? Yes, of course. Everything about Epstein and his close confidants is creepy. But is it a smoking gun? Again, what we've seen so far. Yes, Bill Clinton pictured naked. Uh, is it a smoking gun that connects high-profile people to this underage sex ring? No. I mean, other than Andrew and Alan Dershowitz, who are listed in there, no, it, it doesn't definitively make that clear at this point. And it's interesting, and it's worth noting that Dershowitz is one of the people that pointed out, or who uh, pushed to, to and sued, in fact, to get these documents released, and he's in it. <clears throat> Both him and Prince Andrew are mentioned by name in the criminal complaint as being clients of Epstein. So they make that more distinct connection as opposed to all these other names listed who, who it, it, you don't know. Like, you don't know. Like, again, you can, you can pontificate. You can say, well, Kevin Spacey, he's got all these things. So it would make sense that he went and did all this stuff. And, it, and that logic makes some sense. But it's also not certain. It's not true. It's it's like a grocery list. It doesn't necessarily mean you got everything on the grocery list. That when three you went to the store. lemons was it three? <laughs> Forget. I bought two. Sorry. Um, but, but but yeah, you look at that and you go, oh, what about this person? Uh, but it's like since there's no notes, there's nothing going on. They it, that could just be also a picture of just a list of names for all they know. This that they've just written down. Like, what's that exactly? That's the thing. Like, I'm not saying these people are innocent but you got to keep in mind there's people that 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 we all like trump's been put on list before there's other people who have been on his list before none of that means anything other than these are highfalutin people who have met before and now they're in each other's address book so all i all i'm saying is as all this stuff does start to come out and we do eventually get the next dump hopefully that comes out and we're going to keep combing through this again there's thousands of pages you know there's only so much time in the day but we'll keep looking through it and trying to get to the bottom of it but i i think it's important that we say hey look some of these people that we've seen on list it doesn't mean they're bad people some of them probably are quite you know regretting that their name is is in that book and then there's some people who are just the scum of the earth and, and, and should burn in hell for some of the stuff they've done to these teenage girls and, and, and all of that. So um, anyways, <clears throat> many, many fact checkers suck. They do. They do. And, and they, they seem to love us here. So, okay, let's move on. We're going to take a quick break. And then we've got Nikki Haley stuff I want to get into. And then also we got to talk electric cars again. I don't want to, but we're going to. It's all coming up on the other side. Stick around. that big tech and other woke companies give billions to the radical left? They're literally using your money to take your vote and your freedoms away from you. Stop! Shop at Mammoth Nation instead, the conservative marketplace. Get huge discounts on thousands of products from hundreds of American and veteran-owned retailers. Vote at the booth and with your wallet. This is how we fight tyranny, folks. Right now, go to mammothnation.com and become a lifetime member. Use this promo code and save 30%. Hey guys, it's a crazy world out there and we're facing more uncertainty than we've faced in a long time, if not ever. And the most important advice I can give you and your loved ones is to be prepared. 
Most people realize they need something way too late in the event of a disaster, be it a natural disaster, a sustained power outage, political upheaval, or God forbid war. Don't put yourself in that situation. Have food and water on hand to provide for you and your loved ones as you adjust to whatever crisis you're facing and develop a strategy. And thankfully, Heaven's Harvest has everything you need to prepare for the unexpected. With Heaven's Harvest, you're not only supporting a pro-America Christian companies that shares your values, but you also get discounts on emergency survival foods, heirloom vegetable seed kits, water filtration and storage kits, and loads of other survival resources, such as guides on how to grow and preserve your own foods. So get ahead. Be prepared and survive with a company that shares your values. Right now, go to heavensharvest.com and use promo code DREW, D-R-E-W, to save. knock out another segment here shall we before we head on over to booze and banter uh lots to cover there as well i think it's about as hefty of a booze and banter as we've had in a long time so we'll get over there we'll get there shortly but we got to start with this we've been getting teased when i say we've been getting teased it makes it sounds like we care we don't i certainly don't but we've been being teased by nikki haley and her people for quite some time now that she's going to make a, an important announcement. Of course, we, we heard that there was going to be an announcement circa this week. Well, it happened. The announcement was made, and Nikki Haley, as we all knew was going to be the case, officially announced her candidacy for president in 2024. Here was her video. Here was her big announcement video. The railroad tracks divided the town by race. I was the proud daughter of Indian immigrants, not black, not white. I was different. But my mom would always say your job is not to focus on the differences, but the similarities. And my parents reminded me and my siblings every day how blessed we were to live in America. Some look at our past as evidence that America's founding principles are bad. They say the promise of freedom is just made up. Some think our ideas are not just wrong, but racist and evil. Nothing could be further from the truth. I have seen evil. In China, they commit genocide. In Iran, they murder their own people for challenging the government. And when a woman tells you about watching soldiers throw her baby into a fire, it puts things in perspective. Even on our worst day, we are blessed to live in America. I was born and raised in South Carolina, so I have seen the very best of our country. People here threw out the old, tired political establishment and demanded accountability for their tax dollars. Industry reports called us the beast of the Southeast, which I love. People came by the thousands for fresh starts. Moms and dads held their heads up high children learned that it was always it's a great day in south carolina it's a great day it's a great day a great day a great day in south carolina 
We were strong. We were proud. And when evil did come, Police in South Carolina are looking for a gunman following a shooting at a church. Several in victims, Carolina. we don't know the uh, severity. We turned away from fear, toward God, and the values that still make our country the freest and greatest in the world. We must turn in that direction again. Republicans have lost the popular vote in seven out of the last eight presidential elections. That has to change. Joe Biden's record is abysmal, but that shouldn't come as a surprise. The Washington establishment has failed us over and over and over again. It's time for a new generation of leadership to rediscover fiscal responsibility, secure our border, and strengthen our country, our pride, and our purpose. Some people look at America and see vulnerability. The socialist left sees an opportunity to rewrite history. China and Russia are on the march. They all think we can be bullied, kicked around. You should know this about me. I don't put up with bullies. And when you kick back, it hurts them more if you're wearing heels. I'm Nikki Haley, and I'm running for president. Very triumphant there at the end. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I love about that ad? Get up and vote. Is, is it was really long. And there's so many times where you think it like the music kind of like does its thing and you think it's over and it's going to be, I'm Nikki Haley and I, I approve this message. And then it starts a whole new story. Like the music changes and it just, the, the thing just kept going. It was way too long. No one's got time well, for yeah. that, Nikki. But from like a uh, production standpoint, you know, hey, they got like five or six ads out of that thing that they can shorten and put out on social oh. media and other platforms and stuff. One hundred percent. You're right. You're you're absolutely right. Yep. The, we got the point across. Oh, yeah. We got the point across again. Wait, we got it because I was like, oh, okay, we're done. No, we're not. Yes, we are. No, we're not. Like it was hard to try to figure that out. Well, so anyways, I yeah, I, it, it 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 was long. Look, she hit all the right points, but who doesn't hit the right points? on a campaign video they, they they all do nikki hey i just don't think she has a chance in hell she just doesn't you know it well trump is already running i think that there's some concerns there if desantis decides he's going to run it's going to be one of those two folks it just is i'm not saying that in the primary there aren't some folks who are more establishment type who are going to get behind nikki haley and vote for her they will she, she's she's got nice resume points nice bullet points that she can offer and she can say nice things she's got some interesting experience but she's she's made some questionable decisions over the last several years and i think people have seen through it and i don't think that she's going to be the gal uh, i'm not saying that i straight up hate nikki haley I, i'm not saying that at all but i don't think that she's in line with where con the conservative movement is going today and i don't think that she's going to fit the bill she's not what we're looking for that's just my thought. I will, well, you know, the American people will decide in the end, and then at, at whatever we decide, it won't matter uh, based on how things have been going here lately. But, but that's that. That's my two cents. I just don't think anyone stands a chance in hell against anyone other than Trump or DeSantis. It's it's going to be those two. That's just where we're at. Uh, and you, and you don't have to like that, or you might love that, 
but that that's reality that's just reality so okay we've got to get into this real quick I, 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 I hate talking about all this electric car stuff but the european union their parliament the eu parliament voted to to as it says they're ban new sales of petrol and diesel cars by 2035 so he wants to go all electric vehicles by 2035, which is five years, by the way, after Gavin Newsom says California is going to be all electric vehicles, or at least all electric vehicle sales. And as I say all the time here, there's, there's multiple points to this. First and foremost, look, I'm all for innovation and technological advances when the free market can decide the time is right and when, when it makes sense and when the technology is there. But the issue I've got with this, beyond the bigger one that I'm going to get to in a second, and I always hit on, is a lot of people around the world are dealing with the fact that you've got these elites that want to ban something like fossil fuels and, and, and move into this new electric vehicle world that they want or that they claim that they want. But the infrastructure is just simply not there. It doesn't exist not at scale. You could say in, in, in little pockets, sure, but it doesn't exist at scale. Power grids around the world are stretched thin already. They're, they're at capacity right now. You're going to add in so much more stress by having only electric vehicles. They won't, the, the grid won't be able to handle the demand. We've seen that already. We've seen it in California. We've seen it in countless states here where, hey, 40% of these are down. There's lines that are ours. I mean, it's just, it's we're, it, the technology is not that you could say, well, that's 2035. Guys, we don't move that fast. Come on. We don't move that fast. My gut has always told me, though, when one group decide that they want to get rid of something and they want to do it as fast as possible, like we're seeing with all of this, there's an ulterior motive. There's something else going there. Why, why are they in such a hurry? And everyone who's pushing this is saying that they're doing it to save the planet. But if that were the case... And this is maybe a stretcher, but if that were the case, environmentalists would be up in arms about the Nord Stream pipeline operation that we ordered and executed. They'd be up in arms about the vinyl chloride that's devastating East Palestine, Ohio right now. So far, crickets from Greenpeace and, and the Sierra Club, by the way. This green agenda, when it comes to electric vehicles, it took me a while to get to this point, folks. But this green agenda, when it comes to these vehicles... It's nothing more than a power grab. The perfect vehicle to usurp the United States Constitution. Because again, like so many of their, their arguments that they make, they can make it emotional. But if you just do this, if we just do this, then we can get here. But again, here's what's coming out of this. Here's what we've seen this year. We've got people saying you can't use a gas stove. You can use electric when the electric's working. We need you to, to do this. Move to an electric vehicle. No more gas. No more this. It, it, there's so much... Uh, so many elements of control that play into that that people aren't paying attention to again if you have an electric vehicle now i hope it's awesome i hope you enjoy the hell out of it and that you're safe in it and you're not texting and driving and running my kids off the road who don't drive yet by the way so if they're driving that's a whole nother problem but but you shouldn't be forced to do it especially when we're not ready and you shouldn't just go along along with this when there's, there's clearly ulterior motives to it. You shouldn't want the government to tell you you have to do anything. If you want to buy a Tesla, you want to buy an electric this, an electric that, go ahead and do it. If you want to get rid of your gas stove, I think your food's going to suck. It's going to take long. But do whatever you want. 
Just don't let someone tell you you have to do it. That's where I stand on it all. Um, okay, we're actually wrapping up a little bit early, which means we might be on time for booze and banter for once. That's kind of what? a novel concept. No way. We're going to get into this. <laughs> we're going to talk about this guy. This guy, we got two clips of this joker right here today. He, uh, he took a, a break from playing with toys and made some interesting comments. We're going to get into those. We're going to get into all of the train derailments. We're going to do it at Red Voice Media. You go to redvoicemedia.com forward slash Drew Crew to sign up. That's where you do it. I'll put it in the chat one last time. Then you go to redvoicemedia.com forward slash BB to watch. We'll see you there. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. You've just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com.